0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast for The Working Girl. And in this week, I'll be responding to many more questions that I get via my various handles. The first question is, I'm leaving an organization. Must I tell everything in my exit interview? Now, this question doesn't have a lot of context. So I'm going to be making some assumptions that when he or she says everything, it means probably talking about the whole house and the kitchen sink. And if the person is saying, must I tell, then it means that there were probably unpleasant circumstances. Look, I think that when you are leaving, it's important to give feedback to the organization as they may not be aware, you know, as with everyone else, they may have, you know, blind spots. But it's also important to choose your words carefully, you know, I say to people, you can say anything, anything to anyone, if you choose your words carefully. And that of course means, you know, professionally and politely, um, you know, and then choosing words that, you know, don't make you appear, you know, bitter or don't make you, you know, appear upset. And so you're talking about what the issue was talking about, you know, the impact and obviously, you know, you're leaving. so because feedback is a gift, you really have to demonstrate that, you know, you're giving this feedback, not for you because you are living, but for the people that are behind. But I often say that, you know, y- y- giving feedback to the organization is for the improvement, um, and obviously improvement of the rest of the people. So in a way I feel like you are obligated to, um, but obviously is understanding the things that you say. Now, it's important that I say that you can say everything that you want and, an organization, you know, reserves the rights, you know, on how to use the feedback. Would they make changes? You know, what would they do with that information? And actually, they may do nothing but just be aware, you know, um, of the manner, which is the incidences um, and what the impact is and, and possibly what the impact, you know, can be on the overall profitability of the organization, knowing fully well that that's, you know, why the organization is being, is being run. The second question is, can the top see that the corporate culture is bad? (laughs) Look, it's, um, again, I don't have context, but I, I hear this question and can't the top see that the corporate culture is bad? To be honest, sometimes the organization is not aware. Sometimes they are aware and just don't have the the wherewithal, you know, to deal with the corporate culture and what do I mean by that? So sometimes they're aware and they're kind of saying, how bad is it? Is it going to affect profit? How badly will it affect profit? And some organizations are saying, this is really terrible and we are doing something about it. And sometimes you may not be aware, you know, depending on your position, what it is they're already doing. Have they found consultants? What are they doing? I remember. You know, once an organization I worked in, um, they were trying to change the corporate culture and I wasn't even aware, you know, they had gotten people, you know, to come in and the first step was to observe. And, you know, these people had come in as consultants and were observing quietly. And the second phase was interviewing the staff across um, Strata. So, so I think we don't know what the organization is doing they may be unaware depending on you know where they are and who they are they may be unaware completely or are aware uninterested in making the change because it has very little or not as great you know impact on profit or they're ready to deal you know with the sore and think about it some people feel like i can leave with a bruise and some people are like, no, a bruise can advance into a saw. A saw can, you know, become infected and kill all of us. So you've got to understand that, you know, depending on who your organization is, people will deal um, corporate culture differently. And again, you may not be aware that they're doing something, or the truth is they may not be interested in doing anything. Very important that, you know, you're aware. Now, this I find all the time is someone is taking credit for my work. I'm going to say when next we have this polls and things on the handles that people give a bit more context but obviously we'll take it at this level which is someone is taking credit for my work now who is it is it your boss is it a colleague is it you know a pair what, what is it and who is it but look I think that always is you know have a conversation you know with the person to say um, this is what is happening. And, and always give the people the benefit of the doubt, to say, actually, I'm not sure you are aware, or I don't believe that you you know, are doing it intentionally, but this is what you're doing. Now, if that's not going to work, you've got to be careful and think carefully, strategically, about how you counter it. And I'm not saying fight, because the truth is, look, I've learned over time, the organizations are not interested in fights. So you've got to be clever in the way that you reclaim, you know, the credit. Is it, you know, in the meetings and then you speak up, you know, to say, so let's say somebody's saying, I'm the one who brought in the five million deal. You know, you can say, oh, yes, the five million that came in was a joint effort. And I remember leading the team to obviously what you're doing is. Casting very polite suspicion on what it is that the person is saying and what that does to the person. He either goes back or she and thinks of a stronger strategy or he would refrain from doing that publicly. Because I always like to keep this short and sharp, we are going to take just the last question. And the others we will do in the career conversations video for this week. Now the last question is, I have no ambitions in my organization. Is this okay? Look, this is this is I don't think there's anything wrong with you. I think that's fine. I remember a friend of mine who was the first person that understood that it was fine not to have, you know, ambitions within an organization. You know, she she was, you know, head of human capital in a very important firm and she told me she had no interest, you know, that She was just going to be head of human capital and that, and that would be it. You know, at the time I thought, oh my goodness, you have such a great role. You could do this for two years and evolve to another role and it's fine. And if you look through my podcast, I interviewed a leading, you know, South African business lady who said to me that she was transitioning from being a medical doctor into investment banking. And, you know, she went into this big blue chip um, organization and she said, you know, people were funny, a bit bitchy, but she said she had no interest because she only came there, you know, to learn for two years how to be an investment banker, which meant she had no ambitions. Look, as long as you do your work effectively, productively, um, as long as you, you know, bring in good contributions and you are aware of your next steps, which obviously, as you say, is outside the organization, I'm sure you'll be fine. Because whatever reference or things that you get would be valuable for your next steps. I hope you found this episode very useful. It would be great to get, you know, some feedback. Um, If you can, please send to inkyo at thelighthousenetwork.org. Cheers and have a great week on purpose.